Hey everybody, welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. A lot's happened in the last month or so. We went to a kind of mini convention in Dallas, Texas. And that's the first time I've been uh, west of the Mississippi. Okay. Yep. 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 Uh, we wrote about it a bit for our blog, so we won't get into too much detail here. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. But uh, we did uh, meet some nice people. Uh, make some new friends, uh, play some games, and it was all right. It was warm. Yeah, that was kind of odd to have it that warm in March. I mean, we knew it was going to be that warm, but, like, our bodies didn't really understand it. Like, what? No, this isn't right. This is March. Yep. There was snow on the ground when we left. It it, it should be, like, in the 20s, not in, in the 80s. It's not that we're not used to 80-degree weather, because we'll get that in the summer in Michigan. Sometimes up in the 90s and that, but... Uh, Occasionally in the 100s. Yeah, don't don't remind me. And it's, and it's humid in Michigan, and it's humid in, in Texas as well. We had a couple people, after, after we talked about going to Dallas and, and the weather, uh, mentioned that, well, you guys are going to Tempe, Arizona for, for CSW Expo, and, you know, it's going to be over 100 there. But that's going to be a dry heat, so hopefully that will be better. I don't know. I never experienced a dry heat. I still think it's made up, like it doesn't exist, because it doesn't make sense to me, because I automatically associate heat with humidity, just from living in Michigan my whole life. So it's not like they're trying to trick us. Like, no, no, it's dry heat. Come on. Uh, Well, we'll see. Speaking of the weather, uh, it snowed uh, overnight. When I woke up in the morning, there was snow on the ground, and... uh, It was just a little dusting. It was still snow in April, which, I mean, it happens in Michigan, but it's I... snowed in May before. I, I think it's probably snowed in June before, but, you Yeah, know. I don't know about that. Still didn't need the snow. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that, that you ordered the snow. No, you ordered it. Because we actually started uh, filming videos on our porch again, so, we'll, you know, we'll do little videos on Facebook and that, and on YouTube, uh, going over our games and the components and talking about stuff and you know during the winter we have to do that inside where the lighting's not nearly as, as nice and the light's much nicer out on our porch and we finally it was warm enough we can finally start shooting videos out on the porch and then it snows i'm i'm, I'm not for that there wasn't there was hardly any snow i've i have a zero tolerance policy with regards to snow in the springtime and i know living in michigan that's a silly opinion to have but uh that 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 is my um, that is the hill I am willing to grumble on. Okay. Yeah. All right. Grumble away over on the hill. Not here. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of grumbling, I think I've been kind of grumbly lately. I've been kind of irritable lately, I guess, which is unusual for me. It is. <laughs> like the day we oh. went to the to the fruit market. And as we were going in, there were Girl Scout cookies being sold. And I kind of got angry about it. And I shouldn't get angry about Girl Scout cookies. You know, but they're always there. And they're always trying to sell me their cookies. And they're always so overpriced. There's not, they're not very good cookies. There's not very much in there. And yeah, I mean, it's helping the Girl Scouts raise money to do Girl Scout stuff, I guess. I don't know. I've only purchased Girl Scout cookies once, and they were so expensive, and I opened up the box, and there were hardly any in there, 
So I have not bought cookies since. Well, the, the big problem, and it's probably what gets me irritated, is that it's almost always the moms who are selling the cookies. You remember when we used to come home from work on the corner where the, the school is? Yeah. Um, there was always a van. Always a van, and there was usually two mothers, but sometimes there was only one. And there were never any kids. They were always selling tons of um, Girl Scout cookies. People would pull in there and pick up cookies and then drive off. And, you know, when I was working, uh, not at Hollenspiel, but like in in an office setting, someone would always come in with a thing for their kids selling the Girl Scout cookies. And they put a lot of pressure, like... Should buy these cookies. You know, my kids and the Girl Scouts. And I'm like, I don't really want to buy the cookies. And they're like, well, it's teaching my kid business skills. And it's like, well, first of all, you're the one selling the cookies. And secondly, I don't know if selling Girl Scout cookies really teaches business skills. It's not like you have inventory. It's not like you have profit and loss. I can't think of any business where you can stand outside a Kroger and say, you want to buy my stuff. And, like, where that's legitimate business. We don't go up as Holland Spiel and, like, start trying to pass out board games in front of a Kroger. We need some kids. <laughs> we'll get a couple of kids. To push our games. Yeah. And we'll go set up shop outside one of the grocery stores. Uh-huh. Don't, don't add that. No, I'm going to add that. That's funny. I don't mind them when someone else buys them and, like, gives me some of their cookies. Like, yeah. I'm okay with that. But they, they, almost, they almost never get the shortbread ones. They get the the ones with the coconut, and that's disgusting because coconut is gross. Samosas? Probably. I don't know. I don't know the name of them. I just know that the ones with coconut and it's gross. Because all coconut is always gross. I love coconut. You hate coconut. That's okay. We have we have other things that we can <sighs> no, share. No, you have to learn how to love coconut. <laughs> is, is that what it is? Um. Yeah. No, I don't even eat them when somebody else gets them. Because it's so expensive. I figure, you know, you enjoy them. <laughs> You overpaid for those two cookies. There's more than two cookies in the box. Not many. Okay, there are four cookies. Okay. In a box. Speaking of selling things, though, we are taking orders for Great Heathen Army, the fourth game in our Shields and Swords series. We started doing that at the end of last month, and uh, it's doing pretty well, I think. Uh, we were wondering how it would do because it's more expensive than the other games. It's bigger than the other games. The other it has eight. It has eight battles in it, and the other games in the series, all three of them put together, have seven. So it's more battles in this one box than in the previous three games put together. And so we were wondering, you know, uh, if this is the way to go with the series. And I think right now the the feedback we're getting with it is is pretty positive that. This might be the way to go with Shields and Swords and with the Shields and Swords Ancient Series whenever we get that one rolled out. Mm-hmm. That's on my to-do list. More Vikings. Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah. What was that movie that had the guy from Vikings in it? We watched a few minutes of it. Oh, was, I think I watched the tail end of it. That was the I? Warcraft movie. Warcraft movie. Yeah, okay. That was it. Yeah, I. We're not, we don't play the Warcraft. I don't. I don't sure. either. My brother used to play Warcraft a lot. He would just play it all all day long. So we didn't really have a point of reference other than... Was he doing that before Call of Duty? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he might have transitioned over to Call, Call of Duty as his, as his thing he was doing. I'm sure now he's doing something else. His uh, sister took the 
internet away from him. Did she? Yeah. When did that happen? I don't know, but he can't get on anymore. I didn't hear about this. This was a while back. Why did why was the internet taken away? Was he not doing his chores around the house? I don't know. All I know is um, your grandmother said he couldn't get online anymore. Of course, it's your grandmother's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure we can I, trust that. I love my grandmother. She she is my favorite relative, but she doesn't always get things right. At one point, I uh, got an internet ministry so I could marry people, and and because I'm I'm I'm, re- I'm a religious person, and. My grandmother kept telling people I went to seminary school, and, you know, I, I didn't. And I had to keep, like, explaining, like, no, I didn't, and I didn't say that. I don't know what seminary school you would go to where you'd, like, do that in a day. Because you, you never went anywhere. I never went anywhere. Uh, you, you didn't go to seminary school for two or three years or no, four years. I didn't have or even a, a year. Didn't have a crash course. It wasn't. Now, apparently, you can become a bounty hunter just, like, with one day. Of training or a weekend or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I looked into that briefly, and then I said, "No, I would not be a good bounty hunter." Or, or I think actually you convinced me I wouldn't be a good bounty hunter because I was, <laughs> no, because I'd wind up doing it. <laughs> you wouldn't wind up. No, I, I would. I would do it. Just um, be you, be very shy. Like, uh, excuse, excuse me, sir. You're. Can you? Can you please? Um, put these handcuffs on. Put these handcuffs get on. My, get in my vehicle. Um, you remember your your grandmother in the Goodwill store? Yes. She uh she kept telling us the Goodwill store had closed. And then when it would we'd drive by it and it would be open, she's like, Oh, there's a new Goodwill store there. No, it's the same one. They didn't close. I'm glad she doesn't listen to our podcast. I feel really bad if she heard any of this, but uh yeah. she she is my favorite grandmother. Um always has been. You know, and I, I was lucky in that, you know, growing up. I had a hundred grandparents. Not a hundred grandparents, but I had uh, six on the one side and two on the other side. Actually, seven on the one side if you include my biological grandfather, who I never met. But six on the one side and two on the other side. And uh, um, now there's just two left, one on each side, unfortunately. But Pete uh, always my favorite. Now, sometime this month, we'll be releasing Wars of Marcus Aurelius, the solitaire game from designer Robert Dulesky. This is a game that won a whole bunch of awards with the uh, BGG uh, War Game Print and Play Contest when it was originally designed, and we did some development work working with Robert, uh, and we're really excited about releasing this game. When is it coming out this month? It depends on the post office, because we are ordering some cards, because it's a card-driven game. And when those cards arrive, we can start taking orders. Um, they haven't arrived yet, so it could be sometime next week. It could be the week after. We're really not sure. It's really going to depend on the card manufacturer and the speed at which it uh, goes across the country to our printer. We're looking forward to getting that out. That's the first Solitaire game this year. We have two other Solitaire games that we've announced, uh, both of which will be dropping probably in the fourth quarter. Uh, one is NATO Air Commander by Brad Smith, and the other is Escape from Hades uh, by Fred Manzo. And we think both of those will be worth the wait. We're just uh, waiting to get the art done on those. Finally, uh, recently we announced a new title which will be coming out this summer. 
That is Meltwater, designed by Aaron Lee Escobedo. And that is uh, a very interesting two-player game uh, set in Antarctica, in which uh, the Cold War goes hot, and everyone that's left on Earth after this, this nuclear Armageddon are crowded in Antarctica, and uh, still still fighting. Uh, it's, it's a very bleak, cynical kind of game, and when we got the game and played it, you know, I was really taken with it, like almost immediately, like, oh, this is a really good game. This is really well constructed, and it's really smart, and it's really funny, and it has a point of view. This is, I wish my first game was put together as, as this one is. And we recently announced it on the Facebook, and uh, people seem very interested in it. I never quite know what's going to take off, what's going to you know go viral, and everyone's going to get excited about it and share. Like I'm still surprised Supply Lines took off the way it did. I know, I know you're not surprised. I'm glad I pushed you to do it because <laughs> you weren't going to do it. It wasn't that I wasn't going to do. No, I was you going. Weren't. You I were was... hemming and hawing, and you didn't well, think it just would it. sell well. And it's like, Tom, it's going to do really well. Just get it done. It, it wasn't that I didn't want to do it. It was that. I was doing other things that I thought would would be more more profitable for us, but once I got back, to, I mean, yeah, it did really well, and you were right to push on it. Hey, we have the second one coming out next month, so that's exciting. A final note: we've been told that people can't really anticipate when our podcast is going to end, and then all of a sudden they got to scramble and, and switch something else on when the podcast is over because it got to the end of the episode and we weren't expecting it to be over yet, like when they're driving in their car or whatever. So this is us letting you know that the podcast is coming to an end. Bye. Wait, where's my stop button? Stop. Didn't do it.